0: What's up, everybody? This is TJ Reed, and you are listening to Vitamin Lead Your Healthy Dose of Leadership. We are on a mission to help you develop consistency, a thriving career, and to find company for the journey as a leader. Join us and leaders from over 300 cities around the world as we now dive into Vitamin Lead Your Healthy Dose of Leadership. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Vitamin Leads, your healthy dose of leadership. I'm your host, TJ Reed, and I am so excited to have with me today Artisha Bolding. Artisha, how are you doing this evening?
1: I am doing wonderful, TJ. Thank you so much for having me.
0: It is a pleasure to have you here. Now, uh, our listeners, they've heard a little bit of your bio and, and some stuff about you, but I would just love for you to take the opportunity to tell us about yourself and what you're excited about these days.
1: Oh, I'm a very excitable girl, so I'll try to (laughs) narrow that down. (laughs) But um, I am the head of T-Bold Media Group. That is uh, my small company that I started to put out my books and my podcast. I am a fellow podcaster. I have a small following on my show, Bold Journeys Podcast, where I take a unique look at politics, pop culture, entertainment, and things going on all around us. But everything I do is in the vein of purpose discovery. So Mm -hmm. the show and the books are all aimed at that because I had for years in the back of my head pretty much known what I would be doing. Like I've always kind of had the leadership skills and things like that. But for so many years, I neglected what I was really led to do. And so the work that I do now is to help people with their purpose discovery journey. And I do that with uh, my writings and my show. And it's been a really, really cool journey these last couple of years.
0: So what uh, what made the change? What made you go, okay, this is something that's in me. Now it's gotta come out of me. Where, where, where did that transformation happen?
1: I knew you'd ask me that. Um, <laughs> it's really a traumatic story but it's definitely kind of the rainbow at the end or what have you hmm. so a couple of years ago I became very very ill completely out of nowhere whenever I tell the story I don't brag about it it's almost embarrassing but I I was a young healthy 38 year old I didn't even have a primary care doctor you know right. like I had the insurance benefits didn't use them there was no need like i never you know i I shouldn't say never but almost never went to the doctor but all of a sudden i began to have respiratory and cardiac issues to -hmm. the point where i passed out on my job i passed out at home and it was just very troubling well anyway i went through four hospitalizations of escalating emergency. And it was just a very, very scary moment for me and my family. And so that last hospital visit was May of 2018. It was um, the Monday right after Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. And I thought that it was going to be my last time. I thought that I it was to the point where I felt so bad. I almost prayed for death and um i you know i was having my mom and my husband call the family to come say goodbye you know i just really thought that was the end wow. anyway when i was very very blessed very fortunate to have a good care team who was finally able to get me on a good treatment plan and when i started you know kind of coming out of the woods as they say I you know, was still in the hospital, but I moved from the ICU to a downgraded regular, if you wanna call it, hospital room. And from that point when I could feel the change happening in my body and I really knew it wasn't the end, that's when I said, okay, enough is enough. If these were to be my last moments, I was just so unimpressed with what would have been my legacy. So I decided right then, that I was going to change, that I was going to impact the world for better, and that I was going to work on improving other people's lives instead of the selfish pursuits that I had done for so many years and nothing to show for it. So I began journaling literally right there in the hospital. I began to pray for and affirm and encourage the hospital staff, including the doctors all the way down to the nutrition folks, And it felt good. And I honestly credit that, at least in part, to my healing. I'm very healthy now. I'm still, you know, having to, um, you know, have treatment and medications and everything, but it's been a total 180. And so that just shifted me into this entrepreneurial space and into um, being the real servant leader that I know I was always meant to be.
0: Wow, what a powerful story, my goodness.
1: Yeah, I'm thankful, but I mean, it was a booger to go through, (laughs) it was, it was really, really something I'm talking about. Eight medications, having to lug around an oxygen tank, having Mm -hmm. to have heart procedures, it was super crazy. But my thing is this, I went through it to highlight The fact that I was so far off on my soul work and not fulfilling my purpose. And so I tell clients and anyone who will listen to me for more than 30 seconds, I went through that, so you don't have to. Take the time now to get still be honest with yourself about what you want to do with your life. If your life looks how you want it to be, how you imagined it to be, if you're meeting goals, crushing it, great. But if not. Then it's no time like the present to take charge and you know kind of keep yourself on track because I was just so far off track, TJ. Hmm. Let's, let
0: let's say Artisha, somebody's listening and they're looking at their life and they're and they're saying maybe what you said, like they're they're unimpressed by their legacy. Uh, what would you encourage them to do as a first step to to towards having a legacy that they can be proud of?
1: The very first step that I share with any and everyone is take the time, and i say write it down, something about having a vision, something written down that you can see that can enter in that eye gate and just go right to your brain cells. Write it down, whether it's in a memo in a device, iPad, phone, or what have you, or whether it's on Um, you know, with pen and paper. Write down, ask yourself, what is it that you want to be doing? What do you want people to say when you're no longer here? Or better yet, what do you want people to say when you're not in the room? What is that impact that you want to leave on the world? And I start people to thinking about, um, you know, they're natural giftings. All of us are naturally gifted at something. We just have a knack for it. It may be public speaking. It may be giving advice. It may be something in the arts uh, or even writing like myself. So think about those things. People already kind of seek after you for certain things. There's a reason for that. And it's usually tied to your purpose and what your calling is in the earth because we all have one. So that's always my first bit of advice. Hmm. Ask yourself that question, be brave and then answer yourself honestly and write it down. Hmm.
0: That's good advice. I I I think I realized maybe a couple of years ago. I'm I'm 37, I'll be turning 38 this year. A couple of years ago I realized like Kind of the hard thing for me in life was I always expected like things to come my way or like you almost kind of take like a grade school or college approach that like you're going to get the assignments you need to have, whether it be from work or life. But really, the further you go on in life, it's really what you make it or choose to make it in those times, isn't it?
1: Absolutely right. Absolutely right. And we have to take charge. We are the architects of our own life and we have way more control over it than we honestly um, give ourselves. It always baffles me, folks that wind up kind of just meandering through life. And then too many of us just get stuck in that, you know, traditional nine to five, it's just like, okay, wake up, shower, coffee, work, you know, home and repeat. And you know, you get stuck in this monotony, so busy thinking about, you know, which, you know, we do, we have to support our families and we have to be civically responsible and things like that. Absolutely. But, there comes a time in every adult's life when they should say, am what I doing matters. And there for me in that hospital bed, I realized that what I was doing just, it didn't matter. Hmm. It didn't. And so, we can't walk around with this kind of entitlement thing. Like, you know, I deserve this. What you deserve is to offer your gift to the world. That's Mm. why we're all here.
0: Why, Why do we diminish our gifts so often?
1: You know what? A friend of mine named Isabel, she did tell me that I could borrow this term. She calls it The inner ice troll, and I think you've been discussing those inadequate thoughts, it really comes from that inner ice troll. It's that nagging self-critic deep down that tells you you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, people are not going to listen to you, and you have to, just like it speaks to you internally, I believe that there's real power in speaking to it audibly, out loud. So I am a full believer in affirmations. In fact, that's what my first book is centered around. And to this day, I daily, I look in the mirror and I say things, I affirm myself. I tell myself that I'm healthy and wise and that what I'm doing matters and that uh, people need me. And, you know, I'm a beacon in the community. Like I say all kinds of crazy things to myself. But when you say that, the craziest thing is you start to believe it and Mm. your mindset shifts. And so your action and your character literally shifts. So when we take action to do those things, we can help melt down that inner ice troll. We can just kind of get rid of that nagging inner self critic and it never fully goes away. So we have to practice it all the time,
0: all Mm. the time. Yeah, you can't be passive in this game. It's like there's so many messages from TV, Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> trying to tell you who you are, what you are, and and then on top of that, the negative stuff that we carry as baggage. Man, it's so right. important. I, I love that you say that stuff about yourself because that's something I try to do as well, and um, not perfect at it, but it's it's nice to to start to believe in yourself more than you have the day before.
1: Yes. And haven't you noticed that you move through the day differently? It really changes the energy around what you're doing all day.
0: Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because yes. I know who I want to be in the day. I know what I want to bring to the day.
1: Yes. And when the thing that really blew me away when I started feeling it, I could really internalize it was when I went to bed at night, I could take real joy and I really felt a fulfillment that I never felt before because Mm -hmm. I knew I was flowing in my purpose and I felt so powerful. And I really just had joy because I knew I was doing what I was always meant to do.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's like a supernatural strength that comes to you there in those moments, isn't it?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Versus laying down like, oh gosh, in eight hours, I got to get up and do this crap again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Um, So I I read a little bit about uh, you encourage people in the practice of kind of centering their soul. Uh, Can you talk a little bit about that and what that is?
1: Yes, that is um, a term that I always use. So that goes back to um, the information, the, excuse me, the affirmations. And I was taught something by um, my Godfather, and it's been life-changing for me. That I believe that there is a creator of man, woman, boy, girl of the universe. And he created us with creative power inside. If we choose to harness that power. Mm. So in my um, book, I talk about your creative voice. So again, when we speak those things out loud, we change how we believe and we change our atmosphere. So that centering your soul is tapping into that creative voice, changing your mindset and really saying those things audibly so that you can reach your goals, so that you can... This is my um, key line, I always say, you make a mark in the world that can't be erased. Mm. So, excuse me. Um, With T-Bowl Media, this is my life and business model, conquering great things with power, passion, and purpose. Greatness literally is inside all of us because as a society, as a global community, It's not about selfish pursuits. It's about being willing to serve one another, being willing to help one another. And that literally is what makes the world go round. And we have to get back to more of that. We have to get back to more Mm -hmm. of that. Like you said, in this world of social media and this 24-hour news cycle and this... Um, political agenda is so much going on so it's really easy to get distracted and discouraged but we have to get back to the basics of helping our fellow man and you know it can start right there in your local community it could be your local Boys and Girls Club your local church it could be your nieces cousins or uh, you know brothers and just saying okay how can I help someone else and it feels really, really good inside. So that's a part of that soul work and mm-hmm. centering your soul.
0: I, I loved what you said there about, you know, creativity kind of being at the center of us because we've been created by creator, right? Um, yes. Do you think the reason we lack creativity a lot of times is because we're not quiet enough or we're too distracted or what is it?
1: Absolutely. All of that noise, all of that movement, and now we have these smart devices that are smarter than us so we always we're always taking in taking in taking in and many times we're not taking in the right things for me um one of the things that I do I practice time blocking so I block off time where I literally won't look at my phone I block off time where I won't Be on social media. And so, and with that, of course, planning time to actually serve clients and, you know, get work done, whether it's writing or projects and things like that. But what I realized too in me dealing with that, um, you know, that sudden illness, I really believe that the universe was trying to send me a message. And it really was that enough is enough kind of thing. It's just like you're going on and on because I didn't tell you, let me give you an example. Cause someone might understand this and they may be able to relate at the time. I live in Augusta, Georgia, a small land wise. It's actually a big city, but people and population wise is very small. Two, out, two hours outside of Atlanta and <clears throat> the job market here is pretty terrible. <laughs> unless you like really know some movers and shakers. Anyhow, um, a few years ago, I had the opportunity, don't even know how it came to this day, I don't necessarily remember, but the opportunity to work on, you won't believe this, a construction site. I'm talking about hard hat, steel toe boots, the whole nine, it was so crazy, because I mean- I can I'm see the lip- picture
0: in my head right here.
1: But listen, I'm <laughs> lipstick, I'm eyeshadow, I'm like, extensions down my back, like, I'm that girl, you know, so it was just <laughs> so weird, but it's, it was one of-, of course the higher paying jobs in the area. My I'm sorry, I had a little glitch there with my technology. Can you still hear me?
0: Yep, I can see you and see and hear yeah
1: okay apologies for that. And um so I decided like hey if these people are crazy enough to let me on this job site I, I will, I'll take the position. Anyway had no idea what I was getting myself into. Mandatory overtime, TJ. I started off working 60 hours per week. Mm -hmm. On top of that, I had a 45 minute commute one way. So I was making very good money. I was paying down debt. I was buying things that I literally had no time to wear them or use them because when I was not on that job site, I was blackout curtains under the cover i was offering the world absolutely nothing while collecting these nice sizable paychecks and so you know that went on for nearly two years um you know before i got sick and again i think because i mean i was completely distracted to the point where i was just really detached from unfortunately my husband my closest friends, I began to forget their birthdays. Um, I attend church weekly. I was beginning to fall asleep in there, which I haven't done since I was about 12, you know? (laughs) So my life was just completely out of whack. And so I really just think that that was the universe's way of saying, look here, girl, you have got to get yourself together. So, you know, if that sounds like anyone, and you know your story might not be as extreme as mine, but you deep down in your heart, you know if you're doing what you're meant to do, you know if you feel joy every day. you know what people around you are saying. So you know just kind of think about those things and think about what it is that you really, really want to do with your life.
0: So how, how would you encourage somebody um, that is trying to survive, pay the bills? and wants to live a life of purpose but they're like hey i gotta have two jobs to do this where do i where do i find purpose in the midst of this like what what, what would you say to that person
1: yes yeah, so some of us are fortunate enough that our uh, let's say traditional gig maybe you know it's the nine to five some of us are fortunate that that will line up completely with our giftings and you know it's wonderful but for many of us especially uh, you know Dealing, thinking about financially, uh, we aren't always able to do that. So, what I say is baby steps count, right? Yep. So, start small. We have to carve out time to do those things that are going to be impactful. So, for some of us, that may be on the lunch hour. You know, it may be a conversation that you're having with a coworker, pouring something positive into them or what have you. It could be on the weekend if you're not just sleeping it away like I like I was, <laughs> yeah. just taking a little bit of time, even if it's just a couple of hours. Maybe you're volunteering, maybe you're writing your business plan, just saying, hey, and again, a lot of us don't like to do this, especially ones like myself who grew up with a authoritarian parent. Like we just love to let our hair down and we don't want anybody to tell us anything. We don't wanna you know, commit to anybody's schedule, but we have to kind of rein ourselves in, right? And just say, maybe you block off an hour on a Saturday and you write down some goals and you think about, okay, what can I do to this? What can I be reading? on my lunch hour? What phone calls can I be making? What websites and books, you know, even if it's through a Kindle or another reading app, things like that, things that are gonna feed your soul. They're going to line up with what it is, your larger goal that you wanna do with your life. You just have to find small spaces. It doesn't have to be huge. We're, You know, we're not all gonna be Oprah and Bill Gates, but start off small. And hey, you never know, in five years, you know, you could be a household name. You never know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That, that, that's what's going to happen with you and I's podcast, right? They're, they're that's, just yeah, know it.
1: absolutely. That's right.
0: <laughs> that positive affirmation right there.
1: That's right. I receive it.
0: <laughs> so, okay, I have one more question for you. And then I'd love for you to share with folks, like how they can connect with you. Um, last question for you is how would you define healthy leadership? We are, our, our tagline is your healthy dose of leadership. And so I always like asking people, how do you define healthy leadership?
1: Healthy, and I don't want this to, I don't wanna, I wanna keep it as general as I can, not bring it all back to me, but I really think healthy leadership. And the best kind of leadership has some elements of servant leadership. You can't just be the person that wants to stand in the front of the room and, you know, you're the smartest guy or you're the smartest girl in the room. And you just want to point your finger and tell people what to do and watch them fall in line. That is absolutely unhealthy. But when you're willing to live inside out, when you're really going to get behind someone else so that they can get their goals done, or so we can come together for a common goal and a common good, I think that is a healthy leader, someone who isn't um, afraid to get their hands dirty and break a little bit of a sweat, or stay and work with subordinates, clients, or whomever, um, mentees, whomever it may be, work with them a few extra hours to make sure that they get it, whatever the it is, and just Mm -hmm. willing to be humble and compassionate all the way. I think that is a healthy leader.
0: Hmm. I like that. I've, I've met people like that and I aspire to be like that myself. Yes, yes. <laughs> so Artisha, how, how can our listeners connect with you? Uh, either get your books or connect with you about coaching or uh, listen to your podcast?
1: Excellent. The best way to get in touch with me will be through my website, which is tboldmedia.com that's the letter T Bold Media.com. And on there, you'll find um, my email, social, all my social media is public. That's purposeful. I love to hear from folks. I'm on Facebook and Instagram at Artisha Bolding, which TJ, I'm sure you'll drop in the show notes so people know how to spell my name.
0: <laughs> of course, absolutely.
1: <clears throat> and um, on the T Bold Media website, um, folks can um, get more information about me. They can listen to, um, old episodes of the show the new episodes are on anchor we're in kind of a transition period right now so i hope folks will check us out and that again that show is bold journeys and that's spelled with two z's at the end Nice. and um i think that's about it yeah tboldmedia.com and then a good email for me is just tboldmedia at gmail so i hope folks will take the time and check me out
0: that's awesome well, i've really enjoyed this conversation tonight i i I'm grateful you're still here and I'm grateful yes. that you're helping other people find their purpose.
1: Yes, thank you so much, TJ, again, for having me. It's been a bless. You're, you're like my brother for life now.
0: Hey, that's, I, I'm all about that. I got some family in Georgia now. We'll come visit you here soon.
1: That's right, that's right.
0: <laughs> well, thank you for your time and stay healthy, leaders, and we will talk to you again here real soon. Bye-bye.